Welcome to the Business of Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Rav. This podcast brings Vancouver-based entrepreneurs together for honest conversations about the things we don't talk about. Welcome to the Business of Small Business podcast, where we explore the inspiring stories of small business owners in Vancouver. Today, we have Emily Yan as our guest. She is the owner and creative director of Provisions, Market and Gifts in the township of Langley. Emily's passion to bring the best local foods and products to the community is at the heart of her work. By collaborating with local farmers and producers, she aims to foster the values of quality, transparency, and sustainability. In addition to her work as a business owner, she is committed to educating the next generation about the origins of our food by hosting community events and workshops right here at the store. So join us as we delve into her entrepreneurial journey and her incredible contributions to our community. Welcome, Emily. How is it going? Oh, hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for inviting me for this. I'm doing good. Yourself? I'm, I'm doing great too. Thank you. Good, yeah. So can you tell us about your journey and what inspired you to start Provisions? Just to share, I'm overall, I consider myself as people-centered and I like to share. And when I see a problem, I want to go ahead and fix it or at least to make a difference, right? Because if you don't try, you never know. And along with my other business, it's quite established over 20 years that where we work. It's a similar concept to his provisions market gift, but it's from Saskatchewan, Saskatoon. It's a small city compared with the bigger cities stuff. So along with my other business, we work really closely with small business owners, local producers and farmers and try to promote that farm to fork direct consuming behavior and then people support each other. But through my other work and then during COVID, I feel like that there's a lot of those pieces missing mm-hmm. in the industry where we all tend to support. There's a lot of reasons why we do certain things, right? right. But it tends to the tendency that people all go to support the bigger stores, like Costco, you know, Walmart here and there, maybe it's cheap and this and that. Mm-hmm. But I, what I feel like is that we're not focusing on what we're consuming and on a daily basis to the things that we actually care the most right Right. you're consuming the stuff into your body and things you know here comes to me that i want to make a change and i want to work collectively Mm -hmm. with the makers so that we can you know all support local and find a good meaning or better meaning to increase our well-being for the whole community so how has it been how has been the response from the community so far I'm I'm still consider myself new to the area, right? Coming Mm -hmm. from Saskatchewan, where we did similar concept that we work with local businesses and provide provide a platform for them to sell their products through our platform. And then getting to the city, BC and Vancouver is really big. Big. But what I feel like in the business industry, I feel that there's a lot of support and people who are in this industry are sincere and they're genuine and they're really passionate. So we've been getting a lot of support within the business circle. Nice. That's great. And customers are coming to find a reason why we do things are different than other stores. Yeah. And then I think gradually we're getting that traction. Yeah. I remember when I visited your store, I learned a lot about just food in general and it made me rethink made me more conscious about making the right choices and learning about that there's so many better options available than just grabbing a branded product and just getting to know about 
what what we are eating is just so key to our lifestyle yeah yeah also i just feel like overall that we're being flooded by all the marketing and, and information that's out there yeah. a lot of times we're not making informed um, decisions anymore and um, so we're hoping to provide transparency so that customers feel that um, they're not being deceived or they're being there's that transparency that they know what they're buying for there's a transparency that's that's out there yeah oh, that's great so I'm great. glad you liked your, your <laughs> yes. shopping experience here, yeah. Yes, definitely. And so how do you choose what products to keep at your store? How do you weigh what's the right fit for the customers and how do you make those decisions? It's I'm still learning. It's all about learning along this journey and right to try to adapt to what's needed and what fits for this community. And each area is so different, especially even in Vancouver, what I would see. And there's also that different culture dynamics yeah. and all sort of things. Actually, I currently work with more than 600 companies, small, small producers are, yeah. And some of them are medium sized and some of them are small size and some of them just make starting their business and stuff. Okay. So what I would always look for at number one priority for us to go through that filtering process is quality in terms of the quality control for especially for food and stuff right okay. so there's a criteria that we go through and also if it's right fit for the market to see if they've done any sort of market research mm -hmm. to see if there's would help us to sell right because definitely if you're making something that's not gonna be a, a, a of interest for people to purchase and um, it's yeah. gonna be really tough right it's different journeys we do quality filtering quality control okay. and also market research and to see if it's, you know, there is a special meaning to it. Education piece, if it's sustainable, even though if it's, it's a product that is not being built enough of awareness mm -hmm. for people to start to, to purchase, to support, to buy, we would still make um, an effort to at least get them listed. Yeah. So that try to help them together to work alongside to promote the brand and the product and stuff. Oh, it takes, yeah, it's takes a, lot, of a lot of process. Yeah. Okay. Is there, can you talk about any specific, any obstacle you faced and how did you overcome that in your journey so far? A lot. Still struggling day to day for small business owners. That's all the things. Two, business-wise, if I were able to think one thing that I'm still struggling, and just to be honest, that I'm still trying to work on is budgeting. Okay. Especially for my background, and we've always worked in Saskatchewan, things are the cost mm -hmm. of things are different. Yeah. And the working models are different cultures, it does things different. By culture, I'm not like I'm from ethnic, a different ethnic group, and I have my, my Chinese kind of heritage, my culture. But in the way that each people living in each region or each community, they do things a little bit differently. Right. So budgeting is one thing that I wasn't get right on, right on to the spot, knowing that how much that for example for the construction stuff we're spending in Saskatchewan and here so each community is different and also hiring like even just handymen as a small business owners everything costs money right you know what I mean I just I didn't anticipate that finding someone to come and change light bulb is going to be so costly maybe end up with 250 dollars that's yeah that's definitely one thing that I want to share and also work on yeah you have limited cash flow and you have to manage everything within it. So yeah, I completely agree. That's a challenge. Yeah. I'm working on that by getting quotes, like multiple quotes okay. before yeah. we proceed. So yeah, things like that. What is what, a piece of advice that 
you've received as a business owner that and that have applied to your business and that has helped you? Is there a specific advice from your mentor? I feel like in terms of mentor, I have a lot. And when you go to conferences and meet with new people or even between your friends, I tend to hear their suggestions mm-hmm. and stuff. If I were going to pick one, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've, I've, okay, so I met this new lady moving to the city, right? And we just resonate to each other. She's also a small business owner. And I immediately I took on her suggestions and advice, how she think about things, her perspective of things. You don't have to listen 100%, right? right. But it's, it's good to really hear that difference from a different person's perspective. Mm-hmm. So I met this lady, she's way like a little bit older than me in her 50-ish. I just felt anything that she's brought on to like my parameter, like whatever that I do, I want to check in to see how she thinks mm-hmm. is that she's more tied to the community. And then also, of, of course, establishing a new business in a new area yeah. is just really challenge and really challenging. But she would always just say that, just keep going, right? Yeah. And you might not see the result one day, today yeah. or tomorrow. You might not even see it within two or three years. Yeah. So you just have to build upon that and just have to believe in yourself that you're building that tower yeah. that will end up with being something else if you believe in it. So I think that was really powerful. It is such a good advice and it's so hard to keep at it. I think the key is you believing in the concept and you believing that you are really giving, you're offering something that is very, it's, it's genuine and a, something that the community needs. So I think that's a really good Yeah, that's great advice. How do you see the local food production? Like, what role do you see it playing in the community? Like, in terms of just the local food production, how do you see that? Yeah, it's vital. We've got so much that we can offer as in terms of local as a province or even just area, like in the Langley area. I think we have, if you pull the numbers, and if I'm correct, we have the most small business in this area. Right any other cities or or places in in Vancouver area. And we've got abundance to give. And without small business owners and also small business in the food production and field, um, we're all getting things from uh, everywhere, right? And that definitely doesn't help with sustainability, carbon emission, and it just, the negativities like coming out of, by not supporting local is just, If you think about it, it's endless, it's scary. And also at the same time, if you support local food production in this area and that we get to increase the value to what we grow and we're self-sufficient with so many things that we do already have and that we're going to reduce waste as well, increase job, increase local economy. And that has a really good benefit to every household your children and my children, like the next generation. So I think it's a vital part what we're surviving or relying on small businesses and in the food production, especially in this area that we just have, I'll I'll have to do something. What's been your most memorable experience connecting with a a local, what do you hear from them the most? What are their inputs? I like to observe, interesting to say this, I like to observe observe consumers' behavior, even when they're at the store, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when we, so where do I start? So what I feel like is that we do those uh, provisions community events where we gather a bunch of small business owners or producers together to share about their our stories. Mm-hmm. The purpose is that to 
to support each other and just to, to know that we're going through the same struggle and maybe provide different suggestions and referrals at the same time, right? Yeah. So I think for those events, when we gather a bunch of people who are passionate towards the same goal, it's just really powerful that we get it. And then we know that you're going through struggles. And even for my business, there are things that I might might not catch up enough. And then without that sort of harsh feeling that people between each other, like at the event, it's just so amazing that if you look at the, them in their eyes, without much communication with what's going on to talk about certain issues and stuff. And I think that connection between business owners and people who are likely likely minded is just all about support. And then just we, we get it. We understand your journey and sort of thing. So that's really powerful. Powerful to, to get like-minded people together in terms of supporting yourself to still pursue your goals and stuff like that. And another thing that I want to share is that when we have customers at a store, right, mm -hmm. you do definitely observe and see people who come in and just want to grab something cheap. And one day it's funny that we have a guy. I love that guy, by the way, like he's a customer. Mm -hmm. He came in, he's like, oh, the stuff that you guys sell at your store is too healthy for me. <laughs> okay. I just laugh so hard on that, okay? <laughs> I get it. Because every day, especially in Vancouver, I think, I don't know, for younger generation, the stress level is just crazy. Yeah. And you've got a lot of stuff that you have to pay for small families, for young families. It's so hard to not get onto the value of things like cheap, to buy cheap stuff. Yeah. So that you can, you to manage everything in the household. But there's a chronic sort of negative effect to your life style and your quality of your life even your body and um, to so many things i'm not saying that you know don't have fun like i i, I snack on chips this and that but you need to know what you're putting into your body and what you're buying that's good for the community yeah. so you, you for a long term you feel good about it for those sort of customers and i would take a little bit more different approach mm -hmm. just to say help them to figure out um what they need do they just need something unhealthy? No, but that comment really caught me. I'm like, oh. don't you want to get healthy stuff? I don't care, okay. but I, I get it though. That's but true. yeah, the customers still come back and support us and stuff. But I just feel like there needs to be more awareness brought by small business owners like myself too, That's just to be there and support the customer. Do you want to just to be unhealthy or do you look? Do you want to look for something that's you know affordable and yeah. relatively could be healthy maybe? No, I think you and your staff do a very good job, like being present at the store and being able to answer those questions. I think that's so key. Otherwise, you just walk in and walk out of the store. Like somebody wouldn't even know what you're trying to, what you're trying to actually offer. So great that you and your team are putting in that effort. And uh, yeah, it's a big, it's really worth applauding uh, what you guys are doing. And I think you'll get good traction the time it's just a matter of time because people are getting more conscious especially post post covid there's been a lot of changes in our habits and especially the what we consume and so yeah definitely this is this is needed what you're doing so that's great and how do you balance your personal life and your business life how do you handle the what do you what strategies do you use to stay focused and energized while also balancing your personal life uh, with the business. I could lie to you to say that I'm managing very well, but I'm not. Uh, everyday sure. struggle, like I'm a mom of two, right? And mm -hmm. my kids are eight and nine. It's just the amount of traveling around their activities and stuff. I just, there's a lot going on. But I, what I would, what I would focus on is really 
to be true to yourself and to really feel how you feel every day. If you need some time off, more sleep, you have to do it. Otherwise, you're going to burn out, right? But I try to section out my time. It's been crazy because I felt if I spare, let's say, morning from five o'clock to to eight, that's three hours of working time. Get your email done and plenty and this and that. But sometimes if I'm staying late and I can't wake up, right? So you have to find the balance. So I give myself basically two time frame. If I like, because I have to, and I have to drop off my kids to the mm-hmm. school in the morning yeah. and then come back to work is, you know, you probably have three hours left in the morning and then you get to go pick them up again. So realistically yeah. figure out how much time that you do really have yeah. throughout the day that you can work and try to pick two out of the three time slot that you can actually work and then just leave the other one as emergency. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Something always comes up, right? But just yeah. try, be realistic and then be like, just trust your feelings and don't. And I know there's a lot that I wanted, I want to, to do throughout the day too, but I just have to be realistic if you do have that, that much time. My next question would be, what do you think is the biggest misconception people have about entrepreneurship? What do I think it's the big, it's easy. It could be like, boom, you, you could be social media famous one day. I never believed anything that could be like, it happens. It, it does. Mm-hmm. But I still like I'm the old school and I believe the process yeah. of entrepreneurship. You have to learn. You have to go through struggles. You have to make mistakes yeah. in order to get somewhere. So it's not a, a one day thing. And you have to be, yeah, you have to be realistic knowing that you're getting yourself into a lot of trouble. You have to be prepared to make mistakes and all the challenges that comes after it. How do you get that mindset? What do you do to keep that mindset of just trusting and having patience with the process? Mm, yeah, to be honest, I feel like part of it is really a born sort of mindset. Um, mm. And then also to train yourself just so that and set boundaries and you know what's what's coming and what's not yeah i feel like that i people learn different from different ways right and mm-hmm. i do believe that every opportunity comes to the door even if it's a failure it's a mistake it's a challenge you need to be positive and to learn from it and to fix it just to have to believe that anything like everything happens for a reason and what piece of advice would you give to aspiring small business owners or just anybody who are our listeners who are aspiring for their goals and their dreams. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me over for this. Like I, I love your podcast as I think it's community centered. It's about sharing, right? Yeah. What I feel like is that whoever is out there and business owners try to really focus on the community because that's where we live. If you can throw yourself out there to see what you can offer, yeah. even think about internally for your business, that's going to be more sustainable. I know it's not going to be easy, right? And then the, and the upfront profit is the most attractive thing all the time. Yeah. But if you could set your mindset, your goal, your lifelong goal to be more community centered, everybody does benefit. And I think we all have to do our part to achieve that goal. And then by more people doing it, and the stronger we are. Yeah, and then it becomes the norm. And I guess that just helps everybody. Now that's great. Uh, Thank you so much, Emily, for your time today and for sharing uh, great insights about yourself and about your business. Uh, It's inspiring to see you do so much. You put in so much effort 
to grow your business and to educate the community as well. What's next? What are your next goals? Do you have anything to share? What's next for provisions? Yeah, I think for provisions, we're just going to try to to make sure that everything is all provided to customers is at what we promised, right? And we do deliveries and we want it to be easily accessible to everyone. And we want really to present the daily essentials as gifts. Okay. So we're, we're coming up with those amazing gift caddy, little caddies. Is I want you to bring in, like when you think about gift, I want you to bring something that's meaningful, sure. that gives back to the community and also good, with good quality and uh, a good story behind it. So we're planning on that today, so it's exciting. Awesome.